Today's service is a little bit different. Um, I've set this up, and um, I asked Bonnie exactly what kind of coffee she wanted so we can make it very casual. Um, but we just wanted to have a conversation in this Keep the Change series that we're doing, talking about um, how God gives us the blessing and he allows us to keep the change. Uh, but it's up to us to decide what to do with the change. Um, I've asked Bonnie to come forward because uh, she has a uh, very unique and uh, personal uh, investment in the Wynn Food Pantry. And so today I wanted to talk about how it is that we can serve others and share uh, through our local food pantry. So uh, Bonnie and I are going to share. And so Bonnie, thank you for coming today and joining. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, and uh, one of the things I had asked uh, Bonnie to do is just to prepare a little bit and share with us about um, how she um, has experienced Wayne Presbyterian Church. Uh, Bonnie, if you don't know, is coming to us from uh, what was formerly uh, Preakness Faith Community uh, with Pastor Jane and uh, a few others. Um, and so when they closed down that church and they gifted their property to Liquid Church, um, Bonnie found her way here. And, um, and so thank you for being a part of Wayne Presbyterian, but I would just love for us to be able to hear kind of a little bit about that transition for you and kind of what it's been like to find your way to our doors. Good morning, everybody. Um, thanks for inviting me. Um, I will say that there's so many similarities between our churches. We're a nice, small congregation, really caring about each other, really taking care of each other. I see that from the gentleman opening the door in the front from people helping others to um, sit down if they're having difficulties, to handing out things. I just feel such a warmth and a welcoming, which is great, which is what we had over at um, Pregnant Faith. And uh, I also see that this is Bible-based preaching that seeks to leave you with some kind of a message to think about and to reflect on over the week. So that's another similarity. Everything I learned, I learned from Pastor Jane. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Things that stood out to me, um, I come from a Baptist background. When I first started, you know, uh, weddings, the pastor would not dance at a wedding or we couldn't have any social things that might involve dancing at all. And here we are, this is the first week of the summer concert series and Pastor Doug says, come on, get up and dance. And you know, that's shocking to me. So we just didn't do that, but um, that's great. And there's, there's such a relaxed atmosphere that um, we didn't have. I feel comfortable coming in jeans, and I know that there's some preachers that wear shorts. So, you know, that's just, that's just something that, that I haven't experienced. But it's really been very nice. Everybody's been very welcoming, and um, I thank you very much. That's awesome. That's great. Um, well, I'm so glad that you were here and that you've found some of those connecting points. Because I think... Um, I think I can speak for us as a church, we continue to try to figure out what the future holds for us, particularly as you know, churches, attendances are declining and uh, you know, all of that. <clears throat> and so it's nice to see that uh, some of the same things that we are offering are the same things that you were looking for. And I think, uh, I think that that's true in a lot of different places. I, we just have to find a way to, to continue to be yeah. that community. So uh, that's awesome, that's great. Um, so moving out of kind of connecting with us and getting to know you a little bit, um, can you tell us a little bit about Wynn? And, and before I let you answer that, I just want to share with you, Frida and I had talked a couple of weeks ago, and she had said, you know, Bonnie um, is doing a lot of stuff with Wynn. And for those of you who don't know, our, <coughs> our person uh, that has really done a lot with, for us with Wynn 
um, has, has been Frida and, and others, but, um, but Frida's really taken a lot of that on, and so for just about as long as I can remember, I mean, certainly it precedes me, uh, we have been donating items, and we've done that through the Super Bowl, and we've done that on a monthly basis, and for those of you who remember Dick Stansfield, Dick used to be up here counting numbers, and he would, you know, he'd wave a finger at you if the number wasn't high enough, and, um, and so, but we've really tried as a church to promote women, and so now it's really nice to have Bonnie here, because Bonnie um, is, is also involved in the Wynn Food Pantry, and so I'm kind of looking for you to give us a little bit of perspective from a different angle or from a different way. So talk to us about your experience with Wynn and getting involved in all that, if you um. will. I had just come off of um, working at the church for the Board of Christian Ed and for the trustees, and I was off that now. And of course, um, Jane doesn't want to leave you sitting around doing nothing. So <laughs> would you please be on the board um, representing Pregnant Faith Community? And I said, okay. Um, food insecurity in Wayne? I just, it, I couldn't conceive of that. It's a, it's a, I thought, a pretty wealthy town and there wouldn't be food insecurity. So I started going to the meetings and I got to meet the people there. They're very caring individuals. They really have a mission that they want to fulfill. And just personally speaking, I feel very blessed to be born in this country, um, to the grace from God. Um, you know, we all want to look to see what is it that we might be able to do that might help make some kind of a change in our world, in somebody's life. And so I volunteered there. Um, I've been working there for about six years. And um, I've done various different jobs there. And I really like it. I like the people. I like the clients. And it gives you a sense of fulfillment mm. to, to be working there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, so it sounds like um, what drew you to, uh, to the outreach was really nothing at first. At first, it was just you had time in your schedule and you found your way there. Um, but then once you kind of got your feet on the ground, it, it, mm -hmm. it, it pulled you in. Um, for those who don't know, and I was sharing this with Bonnie before the service today, uh, the Wynn Food Pantry, again, as I said, it precedes me. And um, I believe it's 1984. Did I say that right? 1984, during the floods, um, yep. a lot of the community came together to help the people. Yep. And um, then after that, they modeled um, food pantry after that. Okay. So, and for those of you who were here at that time, you'd remember James Brassard. That was uh, during James, I believe. No, it wasn't. Louise, tell me, how did it start? Yes. Okay. So for those of you who couldn't, 
Okay, so for the, I'm gonna try and summarize as best I can. For those of you who couldn't hear Louise, and thank you for that history, Louise, because I didn't know that. Um, so uh, at one point in time, uh, back in the mid-80s or early 80s, there was, uh, uh, Rabbi had seen two people looking for food in the dumpsters or in the trash, um, and uh, essentially they said, we can pay for our housing, but we just don't have enough for food. And so the rabbi coordinated with a lot of the other clergy, which a lot of it is written here and uh, written down. And uh, they started the program and uh, ultimately called it the Wynn Food Pantry for the Wayne Interfaith Network mm -hmm. and became the Food Pantry. And then um, one of the things that I think as a church I'm, I'm proud of in our history is that you know we had a house out on the corner before they renovated and did a lot of the work out there. And that house, um, which also I believe had youth group ties, correct, if I'm not mistaken, so uh, the youth group did haunted houses and crazy things like that out there. Um, imagine playing sardines in that these days. But, uh, <laughs> but essentially, that house became the first, uh, the first location for the wind uh, stock of food. And uh, as Louise was saying, the, the, the clergy and others went around uh, seeking food from the grocery stores and trying to build that. So that it has its history in people doing some really good things uh, for some really good causes, but always having the eye on another person uh, as as the goal of, of what we're doing. So, okay. So yeah. So very interfaith is 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 the mm -hmm. the point of that. So, um, so that's fantastic. So thank you for that. Thank you for for sharing. Uh, it's nice to hear the history. Um, now, you know, Louise was saying she was on the board in the beginning. Frida has done some work, um, but other than other than. Uh, I say up from the front, I say, hey folks, next week we're collecting, please bring an item, and you all bring an item, and we put them on the shelves, and then somehow magically, that item gets moved from, you know, transported from our building to the Wind Food Pantry, and then once in a while we will say, hey, we're gonna give money, and so we write a check, and that thing goes into the mail and disappears, but other than that, we have no idea really what Win does. We know somehow people get helped, and somehow we're able to be a part of that, but I would love to connect some of the dots. And so I've, I've asked Bonnie to be able to share a little bit more about what WIN does and, and how it operates and all of that. Yeah, uh, WIN is basically um, religious uh, organizations from Wayne and also their civic groups that also participate. Um, there's 26 active volunteers and 11 subs for when you know there's vacations or they need someone to fill in. Uh, people do things from packing stuff to going picking up supplies to shelving things to calling clients to let them know the food's ready to being there for when the clients come in and helping them out and also um, there's drivers because we have people that have no transportation and they need transportation so we have drivers uh, that um, drop off things for those that really need it. Um, no one gets any salary, not anyone in WIND. It's all strictly volunteer. And the why is good enough to actually give us the space for free. So there's no overhead whatsoever. So every dime that goes into WIND is given out to people. Um, the food is given out to people. That, so that's exactly um, what it is. We have 163 families. Sure. Now the families aren't all what you'd consider a family with children. I'd say that's roughly one third of the group. Two thirds are seniors. They, like you said, they can't, they can pay the rent here, but then they have trouble making it from there because the rents are, are pretty, pretty high here. So um, 
the rest of the people, you know, they, maybe they're on social security, maybe they were a single parent and they couldn't get a really good job and their social security is fairly low. They have no pension, they have no 401k. And those are the people that um, we're giving things to from WIND to help them out. Um, qualifications, uh, we have the director of um, senior and social services uh, actually qualifies people. They must be a Wayne resident and they have to bring in their financials and things to make sure that they qualify. So we're not giving things out to people that really don't need it. These people are in extreme need and they need our help. Yes, so. okay, that's, no, that's, so, um, so that's kind of the behind the scenes and why I wanted Bonnie to be able to share that with us is because number one, much like, God bless you, much like Bonnie's story, um, she had time on her hands. She didn't necessarily know where she was gonna use that time, but Pastor Jane said, hey, you know, would you like to go do this? And you know, at first she might have been like, yes, Pastor Jane, but, <laughs> but she, she ended up going and it became a ministry uh, that, that, that you've been able to do. And I guess I would say for us, if, if there's anyone out there who's got time on their hands and is interested in something like this, please don't hesitate to talk to Bonnie because she will be happy to talk to you. I'm assuming there's volunteer hours and space available at the, well, the how um, does that Well, I was work? gonna go into that at the end. I mean, okay. right now we're not taking any more volunteers. Then don't listen in, to Pastor in there. So, but I will say that if you wanted to do more than give a donation or food, you could start a drive. Maybe you're a participant in Girl Scouts, or maybe you have another organization that you do things with, and people like to do things for the community. And so maybe you could ask them, hey, for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for something like that, maybe we can try to do a, co a collection of food to give to the pantry, and okay. that, that's what they could do. Um, as far as what we provide to the clients, once a month, the client gets food, it's non-perishable things. We try to give as much protein as we can, but we have no refrigeration, so um, we can't give out anything like that. And we give gift cards. Um, the clients get um, a gift card so they can go out and purchase milk, eggs, meats, and things like that because you know, we can't provide that. Um, the other thing we do is um, we try to do things in time at certain seasons. Uh, we have a backpack program where in the fall, for those families that have kids, we provide a backpack with supplies in it for them to go back to school. You know how expensive things are. We used to provide a summer tees and sneakers program because the sneakers are so expensive for those families, and we used to provide that, but we haven't had the funds to be able to do that for a few years. So that's been put on hold. We also give, um, for Thanksgiving, and I know you guys used to participate. Frida told me you used to give the sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. um, our um, Preakness Faith, we gave the pies. Carol, for years, was you know, until she passed that on to me. Thank you, Carol. <laughs> and, um, and we would pack. And the, the students from the high school would come in, help us pack these things, and people would come up. But since the pandemic, we can't do that. So what, we did, what we're doing for the past couple of years is give the person, we're giving $15 for each person for Thanksgiving. We figured it, to buy supplies if they're going to entertain or to even go out to a diner and have a, a, a Thanksgiving meal, we can do that. So that is um, one of the things we do. Um, we also have a lot of organizations in Wayne, the Elks, the Rotary, um, 
that do programs in schools. Uh, a lot of schools have drives and things like that. And they help us bring some stuff in. So that's really, really, really important to us. We have Frescoes that's donating bagels every week. And Trader Joe, before the pandemic, we used to go there every Sunday night and get their, their stuff, the cakes and, and breads and stuff that they were gonna throw out and give them out that week at the pantry. So that's basically um, what, we, what we do there. So I don't know, when I heard some of that from Bonnie um, when we were talking previous to this, uh, number one, I had no idea that we as a community did the bags. I had no idea that the, that the community did the, the bags for the kids in the fall. I've always thought that was a great project. Um, I just never built it here, did it here. I had no idea that there was a drive already established that we we're already connected with. So uh, those of you who are mission-minded and, and leaders in the church, then that's something maybe for us to consider. Also the sneakers and, and, and the t-shirts, no idea about that. Um, the other part that, that you were just talking about, the, 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 the clientele, two-thirds of the clientele being seniors, I am, two things are, are, are hitting my ears in recent days. One is there is a great need for sheltering in place, uh, which is essentially the concept of our senior population is not moving away as they once did, they're staying and waiting. Um, for those who can afford it or can do that or can't afford to do anything else. Um, I used to believe that people would retire and move, and people still do that. I still have those conversations with people. That was the church membership that did that. <laughs> yes, that's right, yeah. <laughs> retire, move, retire, move, retire, move. Um, but I also am seeing that there's a fair number of our seniors who are sheltering in place. They're staying here. So um, there are organizations that are starting to crop up that are looking to help that, and WIM, I think, is a part of that. Um, so I don't know what that means. So again, for you leaders in the church, as, as we're thinking about this, I'm trying to think of you know where we go as a church in the future, you know what that's going to mean for us. But there are some definite possibilities for how we can, uh, how we can help and and, and serve others. Um, so I, maybe that leads us to this last question too. I was kind of uh, as we're we're looking at this is trying to say how can we help? I think you've already talked about it. we can we already have a drive, right? So I don't think any one of you needs to go. I don't have to create my own drive. What you can do is say hey, we're doing a drive. Do you want to give? So you can talk to the people in your neighborhood. You can talk to people at work. You can talk to people at school. You can talk to people wherever you are and say, hey, if you are interested in helping the local food pantry, get those things to me, and I'll get those to where they need to go. So first of all, you don't have to do the work of creating the drive. You can just say we're doing that drive. And so we'll do it here, cl getting closer to Thanksgiving. Next mm -hmm. week, we can certainly do a push. But, um, but I think the first of the new year, or December and, and the new year, we'll be doing that also. Um, other, we've already talked about volunteerism, which is kind of that way, and, and we've talked about where the money goes. Is there anything else for, well, I'd for like that? Well, I'd like to talk a little bit about the clients, because yeah. um, they come in, pick up their stuff, and God bless you, thank you so much for helping me. I don't know how I do it without this mm. additional assistance. We have one lady, her family's moved out of her house, and she's adopted five, five children. So she really wow. needs the stuff. And they come in and they're so appreciative. And they, we had a gentleman come in. He worked for, um, I don't know whether it's Frito-Lay or one of these companies. And he was coming in with all these bags of chips and things like that. And he said, my company told me to throw these out. He said, when I was down and out, you guys helped me. I was unemployed. You helped me. You got me on my feet. And now I want to bring this stuff in whenever I can. Sure. So people really, really appreciate um, what 
what you as a church can do. Uh, yeah, if you can come up with drives. Right now, the food pantry is getting low in supplies. And when that happens, what do we have to do? We have to give out less food, or we have to reduce the amount of the gift cards that we give out. Um, so we take ShopRite gift cards, food, cash, and like I said, if you can, Thanksgiving, you know, your hearts are open to give thanks, and this is a great time to try to do something to try to bring in some supplies to the food pantry. That's great. Um, I think just so you know, I think somewhere in the ballpark of about $800, maybe a little bit more, is what the last two months brought in. I haven't looked to be sure. But um, as you know, we do 10% of whatever we take in from our online giving, and we give that to a special place. Uh, the last two months have been to the local food pantry. This month is to Kumac, um, but the last two months were to the food. So somewhere between $800 and $1,000 of just cash that the food pantry gets to do whatever they want with, however they want to serve it. And, parcel it up and all that. And as Bonnie said, that's 100% is going into the need mm -hmm. of, uh, of the people. Absolutely. So, um, so that's fantastic. Um, what I want to do is close with a Bible verse. And, um, and so if you guys can put that up for us. Um, th this is how the Bible uh, directs us to take care of the resources that we have. And this is coming to us from uh, the Second Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 7. And it says this, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Right, we've heard that before. God loves a cheerful giver. But the reason why I wanted to put this up is because you each must decide in your own heart how much to give. The next verse, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. And I hope you know me by now to know that I'm not up here trying to twist your arm. Um, I, as a pastor, I don't know how much people give to whatever you give to. I don't know that information. Um, I choose not to know that information. Um, actually, can you leave, leave that up for me? Um, I, I want you to know that um, I'm not asking you to give a certain number. It's the first part. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And so as we go into the season of Thanksgiving, as we think about all that, I mean, if we amass all that we have, and we're all coming from different places and walks of life and different income levels and all that kind of stuff, but if we amass the, the resources that we have, I mean, look at what we have. We have to be thankful. Right? We have to be thankful because God has given us so much. And so the question becomes, how can we not give reluctantly? How can we you know, give uh, not in response to pressure, but give with cheerfulness and gratitude? Um, th this last week, I was driving to uh, Abby's soccer game or soccer practice. I was dropping her off, and one of the, the, the dads was there. He actually busted his, his ankle. We were talking about that a little bit. And I went to drive away, and I happened to be driving, uh, I guess it was my car. So we have two cars that I typically drive my car, what I call my car, Cindy's car. Cindy's car is the newer <laughs> car, so it has a little bit newer technology. It has the push button, right? It has the push button to start the car. My car has the old key, you know, to turn it. And I went to, like, push the, I thought I was in Cindy's car for some reason. I went to push the button, and I'm like, ah, oh, and I looked over, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's such a hard thing. I have to get my key out of my pocket and put it into the thing. Oh, woe is me. And we just joked because I'm saying, what a, what a first world problem, right? What a first world problem. It's an annoyance, you know, a, a silly thing at best. But we have all these things that we have in our lives that for us are, are annoyances. But when you come to a family who's coming, and they can maybe pay their rent, but they, at the end of the month, they don't have enough money to buy their food. I'm not in that position, right? And I'm guessing you're probably not in that position. Um, and, and so we want to try and take what we have and, 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 and with Thanksgiving be able to care for the people around us and, and help them. And so Win is a great way for us to be able to do that. 
And so again, I just want to put this before you as we're looking at, now you can go back to the slide, keeping the change as we're, we're, we're thanking God that he's willing to give us uh, all that we have and he allows us to keep the change and then to give what we can with what God has given to us to, to help others. And so um, that's kind of this message uh, for today, just being grateful. I'm thankful for you, Bonnie. I'm thankful, number one, that you've been doing this for six years with Preakness. I'm thankful that you're now in our midst doing this with us. I'm thankful for your partnership with Frida and with others. Uh, I know Nancy has helped over the years and uh, you know just getting that stuff too, and Alan as well. And I'm just so grateful for, for so many others uh, who are able to, uh, to do that and just to... Um, just to look at what we have been given and be able to share that. So with that, I'd like to ask that we pray uh, together for the Wind Food Pantry and for all of us as we go into uh, uh, this, the end of this month. Father God, I am so grateful to you for this day. I thank you for this uh, message of giving. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would prompt each of us in our hearts to, uh, to see what we have and to give cheerfully, to give um, with, with just an attitude of gratitude, to be thankful for all that you have put in our lives and, and to find ways, whether it's win or some other way, whether it's someone uh, walking on the street, it's passing someone and giving them a smile, it's, uh, Lord, it's, it's whatever we can give others out of the abundance of what you've given to us. You've given us life, you've given us health. Uh, Lord, we thank you for that. And so, Lord, wherever we can, we pray that, um, that you would use us to be a light in this dark world and Lord, we know that as we are approaching Thanksgiving and then soon afterwards Christmas, uh, that this is a challenging season for people. This is not always easy. And so, Lord, where we can make someone's burden lighter, uh, we pray that we would do that. And uh, Lord, I am so grateful uh, for this conversation and for the opportunity that we have to partner with the Wynn Food Pantry for our history with Wynn and for the future uh, that we have together. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you.